3: This is Real Presence Live on the
0: RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
4: Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Keebus here with Amy Julian, and we are live at the new location of the Mustard Seed. And we're having a great show, aren't we, Amy?
5: We are. This has been wonderful. Time is flying.
4: I know. It's the shortest two hours and the longest two hours of your day, <laughs> all at the same time when you
5: host for A Real Persons Live. I can believe that. <laughs> uh, well, let's get right into our next interview, Amy. All right. We have Becky Cornell here in the mustard seed, and Sydney Stotts is on the phone with us. And Becky is um, the director of a program called Uplifting Parents. And so real quick, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience, and then we'll let Sydney introduce Sure. Yourself.
3: Sure. Well, thanks. Yeah. Again, my name is Becky Cornell Marsick and I'm the director of the Uplifting Parents program here at Catholic Social Services here in Rapid City. Um, I've been working with this program for just over two years now. Um, and it's been a wonderful experience. Definitely the, my most favorite job that I've ever had, <laughs> I have to say. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, so that's me.
5: And Sydney, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, my name is Sydney Scott. Um, I'm a recent graduate of the UP program, and I have a business management degree from Black Hill State, and I'm also a mother of an
5: almost
4: three-year-old.
5: Wow, congratulations on graduating and being a mom to an almost three-year-old. That's wonderful. Wow, that's just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Becky, tell us a little bit about the program. Sure. What is Uplifting Parents? Sure. Um, well, our
3: program got started back in 2014. And what we do is we work with single parents who are working towards a college degree. And our hope is to just support them through that whole process of getting their degree so that they can get a, a good career started and make a livable wage for themselves and their kids. And what we do is we have two major components to our program. The first is that all of our participants receive some funding while they're in school. And that's usually in the form of a monthly stipend, about $200 per month is what they receive. And they can use that funding for whatever they've got going on that month. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's whatever they need it for. And then the other component of the program is that they are matched up with a mentor at Catholic Social Services. And that person is just their cheerleader through the whole process of being a single parent. Most of them are also working full time and going to school full time. So we kind of just see ourselves as the safe space where they can talk about whatever they've got going on week to week, day to day. Um, we would, we want to hold that space for them just so that they can process through those emotions and those difficult things going on so that they can refocus on school, get back into classes, get their homework done, graduate, and then start that career,
5: um, sooner rather than later mm-hmm. get it done. What are the requirements for people to enter into the program?
3: Yeah, great question. So as I said, single parents, that's that's who we're working with. Um, they need, they do need to be within two years of getting their degree. So if people are working on a bachelor's degree, they've got to be at that junior or senior level status to get into our program. If they're working on an associate's degree, they could get into our program right from the start of, of their uh, degree program. Um, within two years of graduation, we want them to be self-motivated. We, you know, we want to work with people that are excited to get that degree done. They're they're. They have a lot of grit and determination and we see that with all of our participants that we work with. Um, They've got a lot of determination to get that done and they're motivated by their kids. Mm -hmm.
5: And do they need any kind of references or any kind of... Yeah, so everyone has to be referred into our
3: program by our community partners. Mm -hmm. And so we love to do outreach with any other agencies or programs in the community to let them know about our programs so that they can refer students into our program. So it, we're completely referral based. Um, and what's great about that too is that all of those partnerships that we build, we can then use those friendships that we build to refer our participants back out into community partnerships. Mm-hmm. Whenever they have things that come up that might be a good fit to work with other partners in the community as well.
5: That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's quite the network you've got.
3: It is. Yeah, we've got over 30 partner agencies in the community. We've got about 400 people that we've networked with so far that can refer people into our programs. So we're pretty big. Wow.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And so Sydney, how did you first hear about this program? Um, I first heard about the
1: program when I was starting my first semester back after having my daughter. I was sitting down with my academic advisor, making my class schedule, and I was completely overwhelmed. Um,
5: (laughs) I can imagine.
1: Yes, yes. But she told me about the program and what it was, and she said that she thought I'd be a good candidate for the program, so she referred me.
5: Wonderful. And what kind of a difference did it make for you?
1: The UP program has helped me in so many ways. Um, financially, it has given me a little extra breathing room as a single parent. Um, just to know that that stipend was coming in every month um, was very helpful. But the mentoring has been my favorite part. Becky has actually been my mentor the last few years. And um, she's given me pep talk after pep talk <laughs> the last Aww. couple of years. Um, but sometimes it's obviously very overwhelming, uh, during finals, you have a baby and you're going to school and working full time. Um, so she's always seemed to help keep me grounded. And when everything seemed like a lot, she helped me strategize how to tackle first <laughs> or how to tackle what first. And so the, the UP program has just overall been the best support system.
5: That's wonderful. And and you said it's a huge program. It sounds like a huge program. How many graduates have you had? Yeah, actually let me pull
3: my numbers back (laughs) here. So since we started in 2014 we've worked with 117 single parents in our community Um, and so we've had so far 62 graduates from that. We have about 53 that are still active in the program. So when we look at the numbers since 2014 we have about a 75% graduation rate in our program which is huge That is for single parents. Yeah. Um, when you, there's a lot of different national statistics that you can pull based on some different, uh, demographics, but sometimes I'll see a 12% graduation rate for single parents. There's others that'll say about 32%, but still, I mean, 75, that's a big difference between. So you're talking easily double, possibly triple or
5: more. Yeah. Success rate yeah.
3: And what's really exciting right now too, with our program, is that we have partnered up with the John Tiva Kurovich Foundation in in town um, who's given us a, a huge grant to be able to work with the Lab for Economic Opportunities based out of the University of Notre Dame and they're doing a randomized control study on our program right now to see if what we're doing is actually making a difference in moving the needle on poverty and helping single parents. So that's a really exciting partnership that we have going right now. And that research study will be done in about two more years. Wow. Yeah. And so the hope being that this is a replicable program. Correct, yeah. We would love to see this in other communities across the nation if possible.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: So do you have um, single dads that come in?
3: We do, so one of the requirements is that the single parent has to be parenting the majority of the time, or at mm-hmm. least 50% of the time. So as we know, typically that's mom that takes on right. that time responsibility. Um, but we do have two single dads in our program right now who are, we have one that parents full time and then another one that's 50%. So uh, we do accept men and women into our program.
4: And now the men, when they come in, you have Obviously, you need mentors for them to have the men stepped up and and been willing to be mentors.
3: Yeah, so that's a great question. All of our mentors are full-time staff members at CSS, and so right now we're just a team of women. Um, What we find when we look at research is that... um, men can connect with women and open up to them, women can connect with women and open up to them. It can be a little bit more difficult if there's a male in that mentor relationship to maybe necessarily get women to open up to them. Right. So so that's kind of where we align.
4: (laughs) Right, right. I didn't know if maybe um, a single dad coming in needing that inspiration from another male figure, Mm -hmm. you know, to help, you know, there's, I mean... I have five boys and three girls. And boy, oh, parenting those boys are so different <laughs> is than parenting so different. those girls. And I, I mean, I love my boys and they're phenomenal children. And But I just know I'm not equipped. Mm-hmm. I'm not equipped to fulfill the needs mm-hmm. and, the, and answer the questions of teenage boys. And yeah. I can't imagine how much harder it would be if one of them was a single dad and I'm trying to
3: guide them. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think something that we really want to look at or work toward or, or find another partnership in the community is someone who is working with dads and really working on that parent relationship and what dads can do with their kids. And we'd love to partner with them. If we can find someone in the community that's doing that type of work, we'd love to partner with them. Yeah, well,
4: that's there you go. It, if someone is listening who knows
3: <laughs> of a resource,
4: please. get a hold of Becky Cornell. Yes, <laughs> yes please. Uh, well, I think I think this has been um, a a long time coming. I know that there has been a many single mm-hmm. moms over decades and decades that have have done it and mm-hmm. have succeeded, yep. but I'm sure this makes it so much easier for. Yeah for the the student, um, I would say even just going to school Mm -hmm. without a child is a lot more than it used to be. For sure. Trying to pay expenses and stuff. So this is a program that I think the community needs to support Mm -hmm. and needs to, to be aware of that exists.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And the best way you can support us right now is we need a lot of applicants this coming fall. So if you know anyone that's a single parent going to school, please reach out to us. We really want to see their application come in this fall.
4: And how can mm-hmm. someone put in an application?
3: Yep, so again, they do have to be referred in, but what someone could do is they could just contact us directly at Catholic Social Services, and we will get them connected to a partner who can refer them in.
5: Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So,
3: the, the,
4: so there's steps, and you guys walk them through from the very beginning. Absolutely. To the success yes. in graduation yes
3: every step of the way
4: <laughs> uh, that's awesome well we are going to take a break but we are going to come back and talk some more to becky cornell and to sydney stotz who is again on the phone with us thank you sydney for being so patient as we're talking to becky and <laughs> getting the low down on the up program <laughs> yeah no problem oh so um i think that uh When we come back, we're going to talk more to Sydney about how she's been helped with this, Becky. And then maybe if you have, you know, something you want to ask her. Sure. sure. I think, I mean, I don't know. We don't have to be the only only ones asking the questions right now. So um, I think... You have an insight into what Sydney's been through that that mm-hmm. no one else really does, and I think that you can maybe, sure, you know, share what sure. maybe that journey looks like from your side as well. Sure. So, anyway, well, stay tuned with us here on Real Presence Live. We're live from the from the Mustard Seed, the new location here in the Chancery Building on. The one of the main drags of rapid city were so easy to find definitely so much easier than before where you're mm-hmm. like drive 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 so <laughs> so yeah so stay tuned here on real presence live we'll be right back
3: stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence
0: radio network
1: The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Not Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. And we hope the future brings you here, close to home
2: or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo, parishioner of Saints Ann and Joachim Church in Fargo. I'm excited to share with you the launch of Lumen Vision, providing eye care for the whole family, including eye emergencies, vision therapy, and routine exams. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eyes of Faith, a frame company that prints scripture verses on the inside of each frame. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hi, I'm Kristalina Everett and I have a new show coming to Real Presence Radio beginning Thursday, August 6th at 11 a.m. Central. It's called Women Made New, where women help women get closer to God through honest conversation with our guests about the challenges we face in our lives. We'll be reminded that no matter what mistakes we've made, it's never too late to start over. That's Women Made New, heard right here on Real Presence Radio every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Central, beginning August 6.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now,
3: back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things
5: happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And we're back here at the Mustard Seed. With I'm Amy Julian, and I'm here with Karen Kebis, and we've got some visitors here from the mm-hmm. Uplifting Program, Uplifting Parents Program with Catholic Social Services. Mm-hmm. We have Becky, who's the director of the Uplifting pro, uh, Parents Program, and we have Sydney Stotts on the line with us, who's one of the participants and a recent graduate from Black Blackwell State University, you said, um, Sydney? Yes, yes, Blackcomb State University. Well, congratulations. So how has the UP program helped you as both a student and as a mother?
1: Um, The UP program has been very helpful in a lot of different ways. Again, financially, um, just having a little bit of extra breathing room as a single parent, it's helped me every single month, um, whether it's a little bit of extra grocery money or diaper money. It's been so awesome. And then the mentoring Um, again, Becky is my, has been my mentor and she's been so awesome, um, just to give me pep talks and walk me through how to balance school, parenting, work. (laughs) So she's been a huge support system.
5: Yeah. And it's been kind of cool just kind of watching you guys chat during the break. (laughs) And obviously you already have such a deep relationship. I can imagine two years of mentoring. How often do you guys meet together?
3: Yeah, so we ask all of our participants to meet with their mentor twice a month. That's more than mm-hmm. I see
5: my best friend. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so what kind of things would you cover in that? And, Sydney, mm-hmm. um, why did not you tell us a time when Becky really helped you out?
1: So there's been many times, but one thing that comes to my mind is um, one summer, last summer, I spoke. I had it in my head that I was going to do summer courses. So I decided to take five summer courses in a six-week period.
5: Oh, my and goodness. And
1: <laughs> Becky had tried to, she's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, because you're still working and you still have your daughter. And um, so she supported me. And so I remember I would walk into her office being so overwhelmed. And she just would help me figure out, um, especially during finals of, which one, how we were going to do which one first and, um, how we should do that. And I just remember her, she's very, you she know, Becky, she's amazing. Um, but she just helps, like I said, keep me grounded and, and takes it one thing at a time. So.
3: Yeah. And I have to say, Sydney kind of alluded to this a little bit. I, I did ask her, are you sure? I, I I don't know if this is a good idea. I, I used to be an advisor on a college campus. And so those were the conversations I was having with students all the time of like, I don't think you understand what just how intense <laughs> that many credits is, especially during a summer, summer semester. Um, and Sydney was determined. And that's what I was talking about earlier is that those are the, the participants we want to work with are the ones that are determined. They've got grit. They can overcome adversity and obviously she's capable (laughs) of that Um, and so she was like no I'm determined I I have my my eyes set on when I'm going to graduate and in order to graduate on time this is my plan I have to get these classes done this summer. And so I said, okay, we're just, we're going to support you through that no matter what. You can come in crying and <laughs> and, and just in awe over how much has to get done. And, you know, I'll never say told you so or anything like that. And I never had to because she did it. She completed it, um, got all of those classes passed. I, I think we both were <laughs> surprised and pleasantly surprised that yes. it happened. <laughs> It's almost like SEAL training. Or something. Yes. Yeah, six weeks of, of boot camp, pretty much. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. so
4: you say that you meet with. With these student, students twice a month, do they have access to you guys over the phone or via email if they need you in the moment?
3: Absolutely, yeah. And and we encourage that. We're we're always saying, you know, in in between mentoring sessions, and we can always meet more than twice a month as well. That's that's kind of up to them. We just want that minimum requirement of seeing right. them about every other week. Um, but yeah, it, we're available to them really whenever they need us.
4: Whenever they feel like the moment has come that they need that Absolutely. support to get through this
3: this assignment or exactly yeah and and so I, oh go ahead Sydney I was,
1: I was just gonna say actually this was last Friday <laughs> um I, I was actually day off and I texted her and I said I need you <laughs> <So> <laughs> I she sure enough just called me right away and I told her what was going on with my life and trying to figure out how to do what and she just guided me right through.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I have to say in working with all of the people that we work with in this program, it doesn't feel like a job to call them back right away. You know, there's it's, it's usually, it's you, especially with Sydney, it's such a fun conversation. You can tell she's really energetic and she's a very positive person. So um, I've really enjoyed getting to know her. And Technically, this in August will be our last month that we'll do mentoring together. And I don't, I mean, I'm probably more upset about it than she Aww. is we would be no, done. No, I'm <laughs> upset about it too. <laughs> so, um, but the nice thing is, is that we are available to our participants, even after they've graduated from the program, we're always willing to meet with them whenever they might need some support.
4: And I suppose you come and become invested
3: in, in their future and yeah. in their children's lives too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, we love hearing about birthdays that are coming Mm -hmm. up and, um, you know, and and a lot of our participants, you know, they do finally meet someone great and they get engaged and they get married and they have more children. And so it's so fun to watch all of the different things that they go through post-graduation as well. And we try really hard to stay in touch with them. So we know what's going on also.
5: Mm -hmm. That's great. So Sydney, um, how do you see this changing your the future for your daughter? I mean, when you look at your hopes and dreams mm-hmm. for your child, how do you see this Uplifting program changing that?
1: You know, in so many ways. Um, I think when I first heard about this program, it definitely gave me hope as a single mother and student. Um, but looking over the last few years, I can honestly say that if it wasn't for the Uplifting Parents program, it would have been. So much harder to figure out how to juggle everything. So, just to know that I have that college education um, and the experience on how to juggle so many different things, I think um, the one thing that I always really looked forward to is just to be able to tell my daughter when she's old enough that I did it and that it didn't stop me. Um, So, I think that having that education will help me be able to provide for her um, and just to tell her that I was nothing stopped me (laughs) from getting that.
5: That's amazing, so what are your plans now as a recent college graduate?
1: Oh boy, so <laughs> I am the internet director at granite automotive, um and I've been really blessed to have that job as I've been going to school, so um, I'm just there right now, and um yeah, now I just have to focus on work and being a parent, which is a new thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, Sydney, what are you going to do with all of your free time now that you don't have all of this homework to do? I know.
1: I know. It's going to be weird when
5: think of a Yeah. And so, Becky, you said that um, you used to be an advisor on a college campus. What kind of tools and skills and experience do other mentors have to bring into this relationship? Yeah. I mean, the
3: biggest thing is just the relationship. That's, that's what we try to focus on the most, right? From the beginning that we're building rapport with our clients. And, um, so really I just, I expect myself and the other mentors in the program to always be positive. We're always going to smile. We're always going to be happy to see our people when they come in the door or right now when we see them over zoom (laughs) (laughs) or over the phone we're gonna smile through the phone yeah um so the relationship is the biggest piece, and I think if someone, any human that can build a relationship really quickly with someone, would be a good fit for our program. Mm-hmm. What we do then is—is is our training is really focused on knowing and understanding the community, and and again, that those partnerships that we have, so that we can refer our clients out if we need to, whether that to that be to um, counseling resources or help with family or. Um, kids' behavioral struggles, those Mm. types of things. So we want to stay really connected in the community so we can always refer them out if needed.
5: Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, Sydney, what would you say to a a single parent going through school about this program? How would you encourage them?
1: It's an amazing program. (laughs) And I remember when I first heard of it, I was a little skeptical, like, oh, man. You know, it it just kind of sounded too good to be true. Um, And... All I can say is that it's amazing, and it's been the best support system, and I, I would just go for it because it's amazing.
5: Well, it's so wonderful to hear your story, to hear that your story isn't the only one, that there are lots of other stories like this. There's a lot. We had 19 graduates this spring. 19 just this spring? Just this wow. spring.
3: And imagine that with the COVID pandemic, too, and all of their classes went online, and a lot of our parents they specifically don't want to take classes online because they struggle with that. So then they were faced with taking their classes online, teaching their kids at home. <laughs>
5: so a lot. Yeah, a huge yeah. marion. Well, it's been so wonderful to have you guys both here. And your you. downtown here, Catholic Social Services, is on Kansas Correct. City Kansas Street? Kansas City Street,
3: 529 Kansas City Street. Yep. And if you have questions, you can reach us by phone,
5: 348-6086. And your website? CSSrapidcity.com. And we're on Facebook. And you're on Facebook. <laughs> All righty. Well, up next, hear how the construction crew encountered Christ every day during the building of the Chancery in Rapid City. And we're enjoying the fruits of their labor right here in the Mustard Seed Thanks. Catholic store. When we come back, we'll continue our, our, uh, our, uh, our morning here at the uh, Chancery. Stay tuned for more Real Presence Live.